Welcome to Minor Issues, Major Opinions, the new podcast from Real Simple, where we hash out some of the most controversial lifestyle topics on the internet and finally settle the debate with industry experts. I'm Leslie Corona, Senior Home Editor. I'm Amy Macklin, Features Director. And I'm Azam Aga, Photo Director. And we're your hosts. How is everyone doing today? I'm doing good. Long time no see. (laughs) Just kidding. We work together. Anyway, I see you all day, every day. So what are we discussing today? We are discussing, is it okay to let your dog lick your face? And I heard you talk to Sasha Velour, whom I love, by the way. Just FYI. I did talk to Sasha Velour. She is the season nine winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. She's also the author of the book, The Big Reveal, an illustrated manifesto of drag. You'll hear that in a little bit. And at the end of the show, you'll hear an expert from the CDC, Dr. Casey Barton Berovesh. She will let us know if it's really okay to let a dog lick your face. Ooh, this sounds like a fun one. I'm excited. So yeah, dog licking. I think it's gross. I think it's gross that you're calling it dog licking. I'd rather <laughs> lick a dog than have one lick. Like, what is dog licking? <laughs> dog licking face. Okay, yeah. that sounds much better than dog, dog licking. licking. I'm sorry. I, mean, I also think that's like just gross. But Do you have a dog? No, but that's why I think. Yeah. I've never had an emotional attachment to animals. So like, I just don't. Oh, really? Do, do you have a dog? I do not have a dog. Did you ever no, have I a have dog? I have two cats. I'm more of a do cat person. Do cats lick you? I'm, <laughs> I would let them. They don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a cat lick me once. It's like sandpaper. It's It's so weird. I hate it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I love cats, but I hate their sandpapery weird tongues. Yeah, cats are cool. Dogs are cool. I, I love, love animals in you. general. I love that. No, but I love that you're not like it's a really dog cute. or cat hater in particular. I'm just a nothing. There's a lot of hate out there. I hate that. Uh, okay. I hate that there's a lot of hate. That makes me so mad. But the dog licking on the face thing, like, bro, like, no. No. Yeah. No. Like, the, the, the tongue in the mouth. Like, don't get your dog away from me. Like, that's gross to me. No, the stinkiness and the slurpiness. So that's the, the thing, right? Like, the dog breath. Oh, it's God. I love a much. dog moment, but I yeah, don't, I don't like love a dog, dog breath. I've, so my sister-in-law has a dog, and her dog's breath never smells. It's like the really? one dog I've met that doesn't have smelly dog breath. And by the way, I just want to know you don't brush your dog's teeth. Like, not quite literally, at least, right? Really? Do you? Do you not? It's like a bone right? piece yeah, of... It's like, like a, a twig. It's like a, a twig, twig right? right? Yeah. And I was like, but is that minty? But I was looking at some of these Instagram comments because we do ask people on Instagram for their thoughts on the subject. And I feel like there was a pretty even divide between our followers some people were like, give me all the love. And other right. people were like, gross, get away from me. My favorite one was, I'll take dog kisses over human kisses all day long. Same, same. There was another one. Mine does a walk by knee lick on occasion. That'd be fun. Yeah. But I also love how it's like a walk by knee lick. It looks like a term that she coined. Um, <laughs> and with any lotion I just put on. So like, I think dogs really like lotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's as close to my face as she's going to get. Yeah. If you're like a dog person. I think if you're if a you're dog like, person. You're I like more most... okay with it. Yes. I don't right. know. Wait, were you not into Mazam? I mean, see, it's hard, right? Because I love animals. I love dogs. But culturally, again, religiously, mm-hmm. like dogs are not allowed in our culture and religion. And so I didn't I ever grew up with a dog. Mm-hmm. We've always had cats. I would love a dog. But I don't think I was at a point where I'd want them to lick my face. And now... My friend just got like this really cute French bulldog named Da Vinci. Give him a little shout out to Da Vinci. I did, and he was the cutest little thing. And we were in Central Park, and it was a warm day, so I felt warm and fuzzy. That was so funny. And like 
he licked my face and I was all about Wait, it. We're, oh, really? we're okay with that? I was okay with it. He okay. was so cute. Cool. He just looked at me with his little face and I was like, I have to let you lick me. And it was great. But you didn't let it creep anywhere else, right? It was just like on the cheek, right? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't like full on more, making yeah. out I with a French bulldog. You, <laughs> I wasn't Frenching with the Frenchie. You know, that's actually really funny. <laughs> but you've seen that before, right? Where they're like, yeah. people just like, like kind of like make out with their dogs and I'm like, gross. They do. Like, calm down. They do. I don't know. I shouldn't yuck somebody's yum, but like, that's where I draw. I also think dogs have boundary issues. And like, you know, you love, like your friends have dogs and you love them. And you're like, oh, mo, mo, mo. Yeah, and there's, yeah. there's lickiness. And I just do not want to be licked in the face. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. also like a personal thing too. Like you don't like people touching your face. You're not really that allowed to touch true. your face that with is, your hands anyway. Yes. Right. Or we were just talking about like when some stranger like, Texture tag in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird that somebody's just touched right. the neck. Like, and then with, like the pandemic too, your like face right. was covered for yeah, most of like three years. Uh, you're just keeping everything away and safe. But I don't know, dogs, I feel like it's different. Somebody on Instagram commented whenever her dog licks her face, she breaks out. And I'm like, ugh, like what the hell is going on with your dog? <laughs> that can't but, like, be good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's something very wrong with one of you or both of you. I don't know. Like you gotta get that checked out, sis. Like that does not sound good. Okay, what about if the dog licks your face after you dropped the food for the five second <laughs> roll? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does that apply? Like is it the jelly then bean it's or the... Because it's like that dog like licks its parts oh, and it yeah, eats see? Its poop. Yes. And that's part of like the cultural religious thing mm, about like what right. my mom would always say is like, no, they do this. They lick their parts. I they eat their own poop. It was considered a like unclean animal. And so I was like, okay. I cats also they do, do that. that. I know. But cats also don't lick people. That's true. A lot. They hate people. They're on to something. They're on to something. Like you want to be kind and friendly to animals. And so to say something like you're yucked out about something that involves a pet it's like, it comes along with like, this whole judgment. Like, yeah. oh, you're not a dog person or That's you don't true. like that. And so I feel like it's a hard question for people to answer yeah. because they don't want to be like considered like not a dog person right. or, or they don't, not, yeah. but like you also don't want a dog licking your face and that should be okay. You can still like dogs <laughs> but not want them to lick your face. You know what I mean? And I kind of fall somewhere in that camp too where I let dogs recently lick my face because I'm like, I'm just going to let myself be free oh, wow. yeah, and right. rip these your free chains fly. off that I've had from my childhood <laughs> yeah. of like anti-dogness yeah. and just be like, embrace it. But it is kind of freaking gross, you know? And so, <laughs> I like, think for me, it's like a texture thing. Like, yeah. there's something about like the moistness. Okay, when you say texture, see, again, Leslie, like, what do, what do you mean by texture? Where's this like, texture coming the texture from? texture of the tongue. Oh, the softness it. of it and the wetness the of it. Yeah. Right. It's, I mean, it's like, it like grosses me yeah, out. Yeah, no, man. I get that. I get that. I'm very excited to hear about your interview with Sasha Velour. I heard you asked her about this pressing issue. I want to hear what you had to say. Let's do it. Sasha Velour, welcome to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to discuss. So you are the winner of season nine Drag Race. Yes. And... I was doing a little homework on you. Is it true that you auditioned for season eight but didn't make it in? I did. Thank goodness. Okay. She wasn't ready <laughs> quite yet, but okay. she's very confident. Okay. <laughs> so I also was trying to figure out what the origin of your name is. What inspired your name, your drag name? Well, my first name is not a drag name. It's the name I've always had. Okay. My parents gave me a very non-binary name. And all my life people were like, isn't Sasha a girl's name? It's an everybody name. Yeah. So I felt like it would make a perfect drag name. 
And then Velour, Velour actually comes from my favorite drag science fiction movie called Vegas in Space, made by a drag queen named Doris Fish in the 90s. And there's this character, a shoplifting drag queen named Babs Velour. And so I took her on as my drag mother, even though I've never met. I just love it because velour, you know, it's like velvet, which is a fabric of luxury, but it's the washable, cheap, stretchy version. And I feel like that's drag. I love that, actually. (laughs) The other thing I just have to ask you, you were a Fulbright scholar. Different life, but yeah, that was me as well. Did you do that in Russia? Is that true? Yeah, I went to Moscow (laughs) with my own research project. (laughs) I was doing my research and I was like, She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Oh, just a, you know, hustler. If I was in the academic world, I I let them take me a paid trip to explore. I actually kind of tricked the system there because I got the Russian government to approve a project in which I secretly interviewed queer activists, which was not really something they would have agreed to, but I loved it. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so impressed by that. Okay. Um, and then one other fast fact, I saw that you dressed as Gollum. Like, what is, what? Like, you dressed as Gollum? <laughs> I still do that number. It's okay. one of my favorites. Okay. And not just as Gollum, but I lip sync to Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights, as Gollum. <laughs> it's a perfect match. What did you study? Because I studied literature, too, and I'm like, wait, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Do you have anything new that you want to share with us? Yes, okay. I just wrote my first ever book called The Big Reveal, yes. an illustrated manifesto of drag, yeah. charting the history and culture of drag from the Mesolithic era, tens of thousands of years ago to the present, with focus on human stories and, of course, my own experience of becoming a drag artist and how the community shaped my politics and changed my life. I love that if you take the book jacket off, it's, I think, a picture of you in the front, right? And then the back is your butt. Of course. <laughs> the best reveal. <laughs> I don't think you can see it unless you take the book jacket off, right? Your That's butt's right. not on the book jacket. Yeah. It's only on the hardcover. If it's wrapped in plastic, you got to purchase that, take it home, and then you get the reveal. I love that. No, at one of my shows, someone cat called me from the audience and said, Sasha Valor, you have a fat and it was the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. I love that. An excuse to show it off. I know that's one of my assets, so to speak. (laughs) And then I read somewhere, this might be in the book, it's drag embodies the queer possibility that exists within each of us, the infinite ways in which gender, good taste, and art can be lived. And I love that line. I love that line so much. It like spoke to me. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Is that from the book? Yeah, I put that into the book. Yeah. It just It's so hard to define what drag is, but I feel like it is something that is open to everyone, an invitation to just be over the top and to try things out, to push the boundaries of gender and good taste. Yeah. Like, what's not to love? Are you going to do a book tour for it? Yes, I'm actually, I've done five performances of my book tour so far. It's drag performance, a little special guest conversation, and then some readings from the book with like visual aids. It is going so well. Of course, I had to do some reveal performances because with a name like that, it just had to be. And people, there's gasping, screaming. I'm told there's some tears. It's <laughs> it's an event. That feels like the most fun book tour, to be honest. Like, it's not your boring, <laughs> typical book tour. I will say that. That is my goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who wants to see a drag queen read? She better rip her wig off and pop out of somewhere unexpected. And I'm, I'm trying to live up to that. 
Is there anything else you want to promote before we talk about the question? I would love to promote my monthly drag show in New York City called Nightgowns. It's been running for eight years and featured some of the best drag artists from around the world. We were the first ones to bring Sasha Colby, winner of season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race, to New York City. I'm so proud of it. It's an all-inclusive platform for some of the best drags. If you are in New York, you better get your dates lined up to come see Nightgowns. A tradition. An institution. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Sasha, are you ready to answer some controversial questions? Oh my gosh, bring it on. I love a little controversy. So I want to start off with your dog. You have a dog, right? Mm -hmm. It's an Italian greyhound named Vanya. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. An angel. (laughs) Do you let your dog lick your face? (laughs) Absolutely. All the time. I understand. This is a controversy. Wait, like your mouth, your eyes? Yes. <laughs> okay, I do not let him lick me when I am wearing drag. He knows that. We call her scary mommy because <laughs> she does not let the dog near her. Understandably, there's glitter. I don't feel like that's safe for my little angel. Okay. But I feel like dogs, when they see each other, they naturally go for the ears and the mouth and like they're licking each other and the butt and undercarriage. That we don't allow, but the mouth, I'm like, that's how they say hello. That's how they express their love. Are you okay with them in the mouth when you're not in drag? Yeah, you know, I keep my mouth closed. I feel like that's essential. I feel like he's going for my teeth sometimes, but I'm pretty, like, strict about (laughs) we got to keep the lips closed. And I'm not really, like, kissing him back or anything. But it doesn't sound like you're, like, go away either. No, I welcome it. (laughs) There's a limit. After a certain point, I'm like, you need to stop. Your dog really knows when to kiss you or not. If he sees someone else in makeup and they allow him to kiss, he gets unsure. He's like, I didn't think, I thought red lips was the sign of don't kiss. Right, red lips means stay away. Okay. Exactly. So much for them being colorblind. (laughs) Sasha Valora, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so nice to have you to talk about your book, to talk about your projects. Thank you so much, Leslie. I had so much fun debating (laughs) these hot topics. (laughs) I can't wait to hear the experts' feedback. We'll be back with more after the break. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. I'm Leslie Corona, and you're listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. Okay, that was hilarious. (laughs) And if I ever decide to do drag, my name is going to be Scary Mommy. (laughs) Even though I have no kids, because that's hilarious. I love it. That would be amazing. That that would be amazing, right? And I'll just be like a puppy. Yeah. (laughs) 
I love it. Anya, that's one, what a lovely name for your Italian greyhound. Yeah, that's very sophisticated. Also super fascinating that Vanya knows not to... Yeah, I know. I was like, so wait, drag, you if know? you're in a drag, the dog knows. To, and I guess the... I mean, dogs are pretty smart. Yeah, I want to meet yeah. Vanya. Me too. In case you haven't listened to episode one, Carla Hall was our guest celebrity. And she had some thoughts on dogs licking your face. Is it okay to let a dog lick your face? No. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I eating at this person's house? Are they making something for me from that kitchen? Where? I <sighs> See? <laughs> um. <sighs> right? If you, are they sick? Well, have you ever had a pet? Have you ever had a dog? Because I think sometimes that actually affects the answer. It does. I do not have a dog. I've um, never had one either. So I think I fall in your camp where I'd prefer not to have a dog lick my face. And I think it's because I've never had a pet. So that But I be... have a furry nephew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I still don't let that dog lick my face. Especially a poodle. A poodle. Mm-mm. What is it? Wait, why a poodle? Because of poodles, their teeth start to rot. Their breath really smells. I don't know what's up with the poodles. I mean, the poodles are, ooh, pew okay. for the poodle. I hate to say it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all the poodles out there and all the people who have poodles. But you know their breath is not fresh. Oh, no. Poodle slander. Okay, can we just talk about how when she said I have a furry nephew, I thought it was an actual, an actual boy person. that was super hairy. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's it not something. It took me a minute. That's not nice to say about your nephew <laughs> that they're like, well, they're super hairy. And then I was like, oh, an actual like pet. Got it. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're an ungenerous person if you don't want to be licked in the face by a it dog. It seemed like she wanted to be nice about it, I think. And that's fair. Dog people are a very special breed. Uh, oh. Uh-huh. Where's my little <laughs> rim shot thing? <laughs> oh, I love it. And so I heard our celebrity guest for next week is Kirsten Ferguson of Peloton fame that you talked to her, Leslie. Yes. And she also had some funny thoughts on the topic. Does she have a dog? She has a dog, Kingston. But she had some funny thoughts on the subject. You mentioned you had a dog, right? Yes. Kingston. What kind of dog is it? We adopted him, but he is definitely pity, uh, terrier A mixed Mix. breed. Okay. He's black and white. He's beautiful. <laughs> Do you let your dog lick your face? Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Absolutely not. I don't understand it. I don't understand people that kiss their dog in the mouth. My best friend, I love her dearly. She has two beautiful dogs. She tongue kisses them dogs sometimes. <laughs> But I'm like, girl, we both sat here and watched where that tongue just was. <laughs> Baby, I'm not kissing my dog in the mouth. Absolutely not. No, thank you. No, thank you. I love to hug and cuddle. Right. But he right. knows my boundaries. That's a strong boundary. <laughs> Stay away from this mouth area, please. And thank you. He knows the vibes. We don't do that. <laughs> That was such a strong reaction. That makes me feel better because I know she loves her dog, but she it's was all about squirming, consent. though. You yeah. can definitely know she was squirming a little bit. Like, <laughs> See, oh, that, oh. That, that, that makes me feel better. Like, even a dog sure. person who owns a dog kind of is like, mm, not really my thing, you know? Yeah. So, that's awesome. I love that. No dog lick shame. No here. dog licking shame. I know. <laughs> Absolutely or not. Vice, or reverse Absolutely. of that. <laughs> 
To be fair, I personally have never heard of a case where somebody got sick from a dog because ultimately that's what the concern is, right? Like, you don't want a dog licking your face because you don't want to get some weird disease, right? Yeah. 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 So I personally haven't met anyone who's gotten sick and died. Neither have I. But I did talk to an expert who will tell us exactly what the science is and what you should or shouldn't do about that. So I can't wait to hear. Hi, I am Dr. Casey Barton Baravesh. I'm a veterinarian and disease detective working at the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC. And I direct our One Health office, where we're all about connecting human, animal, and environmental health and improving health for all. The basic question, is it okay to let a dog lick your face? So I want to say that pets are important and wonderful members of our families, and there are many health benefits of owning a pet. But it is also important to know that they can sometimes carry germs that can make people sick. They can carry these harmful germs even when they appear perfectly healthy and happy. And sometimes there can be germs in pet saliva that can make people sick. So for for me personally in our house, we hug our pets, we love our pets, but we don't let them lick our face. What kind of bacteria or viruses can they pass along? So there's a number of different diseases and, and viruses that could be passed along. Some of those are prevented with vaccination. So for example, the rabies virus is something that can be found in the saliva of infected animals. But thankfully in the United States, we have really good rates of vaccination of pets like dogs and cats, and that helps to keep people protected from a virus like rabies. There's other infections. Some are rare, but they can cause issues and illness in people, especially people who might be at a higher risk of a serious infection, like very young children, people with weakened immune systems who might be undergoing cancer treatment, or our senior citizens that tend to have weaker immune systems as well. So keeping that in mind, again, pets are wonderful and important, and there's simple things you can do to keep yourself healthy. Hand washing after handling your pets or being around pets is a big one. But there's another example of an infectious disease is called capnocytophaga. That's a type of bacteria that is normal in the mouth of pets. They don't make dogs or cats sick. But in some rare cases, they can spread to people through bites or scratches or other close contact with a dog or cat and can cause illness. Again, those are in those higher risk people that I just described. And it is very rare. We advise not letting pets lick your face at all. You know, there's reasons of, you know, possible 
diseases that could be transmitted in that way, but also to help avoid bites or scratches. You know, you never know when something might come along and scare a pet. And if a pet's right there and in your face or a kid's face, there's the the risk of getting a bite, even from the, the sweetest, best behaved pet when they're scared. Bites and even scratches can happen. So it's just good practice to, to keep pets out of your face for a variety of reasons. And there are lots of other great ways to show your love. And what is the final verdict? So the final verdict is... You should pass on too much PDA with your doggo. So a lick on the cheek every once in a while is probably fine, but it starts getting tricky when your dog's tongue touches like mucous membranes, like your nose and your mouth or like cuts sure. and scratches on your face. Yeah. I don't know. You might've gotten into a fight. Um, <laughs> but as you heard Dr. Baravesh say, even perfectly healthy looking pets can carry bad germs. Things like salmonella, actually. Yeah. And it can put people with weaker immune systems at risk. So think like small kids and older people. This topic ran in our April issue. And for the article, I did speak to Stephen Cole, who is a veterinarian and an assistant professor of clinical microbiology at the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine, who says, the risk of illness is low, but it's definitely not zero. Plus, dogs can get sick from their humans too. I think people forget that part. When I spoke to Dr. Kurt Venator, Purina's chief veterinary officer, he mentioned how important it is to keep your pets vaccinated and checked out regularly by their vets to really minimize any risk. And, you know, this is, I guess, for the people who cannot stop making out with their dogs. <laughs> Definitely make sure that you take them to the vet. Okay. Therefore, Real Simple says it's not okay to let your dog lick your face as much as we love our pets. Okay, keep them out of those mucous membranes. Thank you for listening to Minor Issues, Major Opinions. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review. You can find us online at realsimple.com slash memo podcast. And make sure to come back next Thursday for more. 